it's MMA and Beyond. Welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, everybody, who's leaving a five-star rating. We really appreciate it. Thank you for those who are visiting onit.com slash MMA Beyond. There's an absolute incredible special happening right now. You order something, you put in promo code MMA Beyond, and they will send you exactly what you ordered. It's incredible, <laughs> and it helps out the show. Please, onit.com slash MMA Beyond. Ray Longo, what's up, brother? Man, we got some night tonight, man. Yeah, How was your weekend? One of my favorite people. Look at Manimal. No, His face yeah, lights Manimal, up. Manimal <laughs> His face just no, lit it's, up. It's not Manimal. It's Ally Aquinta, ladies oh, and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I'll tell you, to my disbelief, I Aquinta and the Manimal, they, they're conversing. And at least, it seems like they're, they're, there's something going on. Like they're <laughs> on the same level. You know, there's, there's something. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if we're on the same level, but we do have... <laughs> Manimal, Manimal gets it out of me. Wow. He, he gets so he it out. He can bring it he, out of you. He, he, he can bring it out, out of me. Out of all people. Good. The yeah, Manimal. Yeah. The, the Manimal. The Manimal. You should have uh, seen his face light up when you said one of my favorite people. <laughs> oh, Manimal. You know, this is one of the first times I actually realized Ray wasn't talking about me. I, th <laughs> yeah. I thought I was worried Ray was going to tell me not to come tonight. I thought he had enough of me this week. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, uh, no I thought you were well-behaved in Atlantic City. Yeah, I'm pretty focused, yeah. even though... Uh, you know, even though I used the Tropicana bucket, I like that bucket. Yeah, that was a little, it's a okay. little weird. But uh, what do you fucking expect from me? A little different. No, I didn't uh, expect different. anything. But different. wait, wait till you see the bucket I bring <laughs> yeah. next time. I thought about what you, what, I thought about that incident, and when you see the bucket I bring next time, Ray, no, you're gonna you wish I brought the other what's one. A, what's the Tropicana bucket? You know, it's just the bucket to give you at the trap. Yeah. You know what you should do next time? It's just the, the, Man, the regular bucket. Yeah, try like to the kick, the bucket the bucket kick the bucket next time. Kick the bucket. I tried. You, you did know? try and it didn't work. It didn't work. Well, it, you're still here. No one wanted me. Oh I was God. there ready to die. He and they were just like, eh. He can't, he can't even do that correct. They're like, no. You know, the, eh, so you really don't belong either place. Just just stay where you're at. It's really, <laughs> just stay there for now. We'll figure it out later date. Fights so they, were good. They remained in me. Yeah. yeah. Good fights. The universe remained in me. I saw, some, I saw some of the fights on UFC Fight Pass. Yeah, no, we had a, it was a tough weekend uh, for a, a variety of reasons. Uh, Bazooka lost his opponent, uh, had visa issues, and um, uh, Ryan Patrovich's opponent. opponent never showed up. Supposedly, he had a car accident on the way to the weigh-ins, you know. It's like hmm. that old movie, A Funny Thing Happened to yeah. Me on the Way to the Forum. That is a funny thing. Yeah, you know what I mean? I, <laughs> I said, I don't want to fight, and I drove my car into a pole. Right. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, it's funny. In the week fight. before, our front desk worker, Chris, had a fight at El Mulcahy's, and his guy got in a car accident on the way to the fight. So, <laughs> do you I don't think know why. I'm not is... really sure. You know, like, you know how they do the statistics on, like, you know, with the new drunk driving laws, sure. how less accidents there are. Like the more fights the Tropicana has, the, the higher incidence of accidents, accidents goes right. out. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if that's true, but uh, that's what I heard, Manimal. That's Do you think this is a common... I think it's a conspiracy. Do you think it's a conspiracy? Do you think this is a common way for guys to get out of their fights? Just smash yourself into a well, pole? I think that's what you... an excuse. Just... I'm sure there's some sick parents and that. No, I think it's, so it's always, you know, it's, how do you argue with that? I got in a car accident. Can you argue that? No. I mean, you're a prick if you argue that. It's also not, you know, going too far where uh, if you say someone died, right. then you're kind of right. like, you know... But if you say I got in a car accident, no harm, no foul. Especially yeah, if you did actually drive still, your car into a Not very creative. Not very right. creative. It's an easy excuse. It's, it's an easy, easy one. Yeah. It's easy. I don't know. I would, I would hope that you picked a different thing to do if you're driving your car into a pole to avoid fighting. 
But whatever. So that was right. it. So besides that, well, uh, it, it, it sucks because those guys train. Yeah, went to a full camp, made weight, bazooka made weight, I think, and so the Ryan. And it was going to be Ryan's first fight with the team, which I was excited for. And uh, I thought he had a great camp. It just—it just, it sucks all the way around, you know. And they have people coming. There's a time and expense. There's a lot, yeah, a lot that goes with that. Um, but that was it. And then everybody else had a very competitive fight. We had a rough night on uh, the W column, but Dylan Montello, Mantello, what a great fight a against a freaking tough guy that just wouldn't go away. And kid was tough, durable, good head movement. Right, he was good on the ground. He's uh, just, yo, he what got a, dropped. And right yeah. away went for triangle armbar. And, and I was like, holy shit. And I, tell you, this, I thought he was out. No, I, was, I thought that kid was really tough to Dylan for. And I Dylan, you, this is why you know, when, you're, together, like, with, like, uh, when you're coming up as an amateur, you have to have tough fights. Because I really believe if Dylan didn't have, like he was 5-0 and as an amateur, if he didn't have those tough fights, this fight's a, an absolute nightmare for him. But he had probably two or three fights that were just as tough. And uh, I think he needed it for... Uh, for this kid, man, I think the experience really showed off. I mean, for his first fight, he stayed composed. And again, he had a kid that was nonstop and uh, just got tested, man. He passed with flying colors. So really happy for him. Uh, Manny came out, guns blazing, had the guy hurt, got hit with a spin elbow. Nothing you could do about that. Uh, but that he was looking too. good. I yeah, mean, he, he had the guy hurt. He had that guy hurt early, hit him with the knee to the body first. Yeah. The guy was in trouble. I mean, he threw that spin and back elbow, which landed, you know. And the only takeaway from that, Steve, is that when you, and this is like an, an old adage, but when you get a guy hurt and he's like a caged animal, you have to anticipate an explosion some way. He's always mm -hmm. got that one right. last. Right, like in Drago's hit. fight. Uh, uh, Drago's was Drago's a little fight. different because Drago dropped him, and, uh, I mean, there was a large gap. You know, Drago overran him. You know what I mean? Like, if he would have... Dropped him right in front. He probably would have just, you know, wrestled him or, you know, got on top. But I think he dropped him, and the guy went back, and Drago ran into him. And I, I'm going to say similar, but this was, like, in the heat of the battle. Like, it was, like, Drago, there was a five-second right, right. gap. You know what I mean? The guy, he clearly him. hurt the guy. Right, right, right. He hurt him. The guy was holding his side. Mm -hmm. He kind of played possum. This guy was hurt, and he just hail Mary to spin and hit him perfect. And then came around the other side and finished it. So... Bad break, but I think uh, Manny will grow from that. And, uh, and that was that. And Big Eddie, uh, he had a, another really good fight with a, with a good guy from uh, AKA out in uh, California. I think trainer now in Jersey. And, uh, you know, the guy was a you know, decorated wrestler, I, I was, think, right? I was impressed that Eddie took him down yeah, in took the him first down round. took him down in the first round. He good in the first. Took him Tom down. Lane, we were driving down with Tom Lane and, and Wadman on the way down, and they were kind of talking about his wrestling credentials, and I was like, oh, man. Yeah. You know, this, this could be uh, a fight where Eddie's kind of fighting off his back the whole time, but definitely not. He put he threw some punches, got him up against the cage, got his takedown in that first round, looked awesome. Second round, same thing. He just got... Got caught in a, a bad spot up against the cage. Um, he, he said the guy was grabbing his glove. I haven't seen it, but I, I heard I gotta, that also. I, the, it, se the, it seems like it's definitely uh, yeah, because he popped right up. It wasn't like he was hurt for sure. Yeah, yeah. But he got up it complaining just like right away. He couldn't get out of that yeah. spot. And uh, but not not to take away anything from the other guy because I thought he fought a, a. I mean, it was a competitive. Uh, that was fight. a great. It really great was a competitive fight. Against fight. A, and uh, you know, the AKA guy was uh, definitely high level wrestler and. 
Edwin Smart. Uh, he's Edwin. Edwin Edwin Smart. Smart. Edwin Smart. <laughs> Edwin Strong. That he could just pull <laughs> that guy please, up. Please, Al, Al, I'm begging you, don't sink to his. Al, I'm <laughs> begging you not to sink. Not to sink to Not to sink to his level. There's one thing he is. He is smart. up. Dude, I'm not uh, even sure. I mean, I feel like it's a Bronx tale. I don't even want you looking at Al. I want to throw him in the bathroom, Steve. I swear to God. He could mush the whole thing. He mushed the and whole he thing. Might, I don't even want him making How eye How do you contact. know it's not going to go the other way? I, I, Just I, take I, it you, to the fucking next level. I, I, we're going to the next level. Next level, level, baby. Yeah. No limits here. No limits. No limits. Yeah. Um, well, yes, we had the three guys fight. Yeah, so it was, uh, I think it was all... There's a lot of positive takeaways, you know, so it's not always, you know, it's, I, I like that, that saying, win or learn, and I think both guys are going to learn a lot, that loss. So, And to Dylan, I think he's got a bright future. He's, you know, for a first fight, to get through that like that, the way he did, I thought was fantastic. So, Does that require adjustments in between rounds? Is, are you looking to adjust things? Is, is Do you see how coachable somebody is in those moments? Yeah, I think... Uh, Al worked the corner with me. I, he he understood what we were telling him. Like when when the guy was slipping the he was slipping his cross. So we said, you know, fake the cross, go with the head kick. He'll run right into it. I think he tried. He, he might have hit it, it once. Yeah. So he was understanding. I think. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm gonna say he was coachable. You know, and then he, like he was trying to yeah, and, no, and those absolutely. are those are fights where shit's just happening. It's pretty quick. So you know, I don't, you don't want to correct too much. But I thought he. The kid was really good. So he dropped that kid, mm -hmm. and then Dylan went down with him, and he got caught in a triangle uh, a little, you know, temporarily anyway. Yeah, temporarily. And the kid uh, had him in a couple of submissions. Yeah. stuff up right away. Yeah, that was good, good so. But every time, I tell you what, when Dylan took him down, he was controlling the action very well on the ground. I actually like Dylan when he initiates the grappling. Yeah. yeah. When he initiates the grappling, he winds up on top with better control. Yep. No, he's, you know, he's, uh, when he followed him down, well, also, that guy looked hurt. Most other guys would have been done. Yeah. yeah like, yeah, seriously, like, yeah. I think, like, I was that watching, was, I was like, oh, most That was a big knockdown. That was a serious knockdown. Dude, there was one shot that I think he hit it with. The guy's sweat flew flew in the, the front row. I was yeah, like, yeah. man, he was getting hit with hard shots. Yeah. Like, nah, like, Dylan was hitting him with hard shots. Dylan could throw, man, and I tell you, he made 55 easy, and he's huge. Yeah, he's a big guy. Oh, okay. he, he's very disciplined with the weight cut. And, uh, yeah, he's gonna he's got a bright future, man. I will say yeah. one other thing. Manny made 170, That's which another I was good impressed. Point. I mean, yeah. Manny looked good at 170. Look, that, that's what I'm saying. Look, they, these guys didn't fucking, win, but Manny you know. making 170 had a very disciplined training camp, which is huge for Manny. Mm -hmm. I thought he did great. So that's why it sucks when it doesn't go their way. And Edwin Spot, so win just what he did. He walked in. He, I think he walked. He didn't make weight. He just weighed in at 262. So he's always right. coming down from 320 or whatever. But so he's walking around now at like 267, which is a win. Doesn't even, you know. I mean, just, there's a, a lot to take away yeah. from the, the camp. I grade yeah. each piece of it. Yeah, it was, even, you know, you're not going to win them all. But even in losing, I think uh, there were so many positive takeaways that it was, it was great. Good night. Good night. Then we slide into UFC Vancouver. Did you guys catch it? Catch that. Yeah, big fight. Shots, man. man. Lots, of, uh, lots of interesting takeaways from that. First, you see entertainment, that entertainment right. factor. That, that, that one guy, Manimal, you were talking about him, doing flips, jumping off the cage. Oh, my God. Yeah. That dude was doing, he was doing a gymnastics routine. Yeah. He was. You know the length of a gymnastics routine is only like a minute, right? Yeah. 
So Tired that's about as long as you can do that shit. And you're in a fight. You're not in a gymnastics routine. Yeah, he's he's not doing anything to get the crowd behind him. I tell you. <laughs> no, no, I, mean, I, I, missed, I missed it. I saw the highlights. I oh, saw no, him no. The fight back was... Backflip, spinning, tell you jump off the cage, who's the, chase the yeah, guy. Who's the guy that beat him? What was Connelly? his name? Connelly. And that guy's... Man, a, hats off to that guy. That's a guy that was half the size of him. Tristan Connelly. Half the size of him. Went up in weight. And, man, dude, he grinded that out. He just... Weathered that storm, and he uh, on for the other guy to even think he won that fight is something. I think he him. got. Was he the one that did he get a bonus? Yeah, he got a bonus. Yeah, grand, he got a hundred. He got a hundred. So grand. the backflip guy didn't make weight. The backflip right, guy right, didn't make right. weight. That's right. Yeah. The backflip. And he was so he was double the size of. Yeah. Oh, the backflip guy was huge. Because Connolly's a fifty-five. He's the number one ranked lightweight Crazy. in Canada. Right, Connolly actually. So he's a good, super good fighter, but came up to seventy. Just, yeah, yeah, just the a, other guy with like a dude was yeah, like a blue pounds. collar guy. You could see he's a steady yeah, yeah. Eddie. You know, nothing so fast. Owns nothing. a gym. His gym was in the process, in the process of being yeah. built. He just, he he was not taking no for an answer. And it's funny, man. You get into the third round. All of a sudden, the guy's not a Mexican jumping bean anymore. Now he's got it. Now he's sucking wind. It's the truth. So that stuff is good when you have some cardio. But man, that's the first thing to go. All that he had, I'm saying he didn't leave the ground and in the I, third round. No, I don't think he did. I yeah. don't think he could do much. And I think that spent. it takes a certain kind of mindset and prepared fighter um, to say, "Yeah, I'll fight that dude." Oh, he's bigger. He's bigger, and, and, oh, and yeah, yeah and I'll fight him. And the most and, oh, athletic couple, guy you've ever couple seen. weeks or six Why days, that whatever it was, five, six days. Yeah, I'll yeah. fight him. I don't even know yeah, where yeah, that he guy is. Yeah, pay attention to a guy who says that. Yeah, 100% want that guy. And that guy deserved it, really. That's a good day for And 20% of the other guys pay. That guy hit the lottery. He got a jackpot. So he gets 20% of the guy that missed weight, 100 grand, and then his purse, show and win. That's crazy. And oh, how athletic that other dude was almost makes him look like And a week a hero, before, right? you didn't know that any of this was coming. Yeah, like yeah, doing yeah. backflips. That's yeah. And it's like, yeah, but I beat that guy. Yeah, and you're like, yeah. you won that fight? Holy shit. It's almost like that, what was that guy that trying to do with, with the, the backflip? Ba doing a backflips. He's doing the, the commercial, you see, the ba and then he just one shot knocks him out. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's like, like every, everyone must love that. This is the guy. Oh, no, you know? it's him. That was similar to that. Only it was a grinding. It wasn't a He's a grinder. He's a Canadian in Canada. Yeah. Number one Canadian. Yeah. Yeah, because he was the local fighter, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the other guy, his other guy fell out. It's so interesting how certain things line up. He's a, he's a hero. Like certain things don't line up, and then other times it just like lines up perfect. Everything just lines up the right way. Yeah. And everything like, just like lines up. Like we're going right to line up the next question. <laughs> <laughs> what else we got? <laughs> we had, well, we had, we had a main event that, that featured uh, what a, what a, some power punching, man. That main event, Listen, power man. punching. Gaethje's coming to throw. Like, you knew something was happening in that first round. I don't know who was going, but you knew it was first round was going to be fireworks. And, uh, man, Gaethje gets the job done. Man, I think he goes in with the right mentality. It's kill or be killed, and he's going to throw. It's either you or me, and he's willing to take the risk. Although I thought he threw a little more calculated. I, yeah, I felt you know, like those, those leg kicks. He, yeah, he was in him. He took distance. You know, when he like. heard him, he jumped on him, and uh, – I like Donald Cerrone, but he's got to he's got to stop a little bit now. He's got to they somebody's got to stop him from fighting for at least a couple of months. I think he's he's, over, he's starting to get a little wacky active. with the interviews. Like you know, I get to do this tomorrow again. Right, I'm he like, said I'm going to call them like, on Monday and yeah, tell get them. Get to I'm do ready. what? Like you just got 
two times in a row you you're coming out you, you know you got not to mention a you got fortunate that it was your friend <laughs> you know, that just like, knocked you down how many freaking times yeah, can yeah, you yeah, fight you were fortunate that it was your friend that just knocked you down because if it was somebody else they would have hit you a lot his harder, follow-up a shots weren't times. like justin gate justin gate he was throwing hard but when he dropped him yeah he was telling the ref Right. Hey, like he I'll really didn't want to follow fine. up. Yeah. I'm gonna tell Whereas you Whereas another guy, Gaethje would have been freaking. I'm gonna tell you. Great stoppage. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. I'm gonna. I'm gonna tell you out. something. If you don't want the ref to stop the fight, tell him to stop the fight. <laughs> right. Because I think they're so fucking arrogant that they. I'm not gonna. Well, now I can't stop it. Now I can't right. stop it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not doing that. And I think that's what you saw. Like, why wouldn't the guy have stopped the fight? The guy's on all fours looking. He's on at the all fours looking. Yeah, he's looking not at the even floor. Protecting himself. He hit, yeah, right. he hit him twice, and his hands weren't. He, was he didn't nothing. protect himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He you know, was unconscious. Becomes like again. Are you in there to protect this guy, or are you in there to you know satisfy your own ego? Which one is it? Right. Because that was, it was. I don't know. You could see he didn't want to do it because Gaethje told him what the right. fuck and are you Gaethje's doing. Gaethje's like, I don't. Do you see? I don't want to keep hitting this dude. Yeah. It's, it's uh. Yeah. It's incredible. But again. I agree with you. I think that Cerrone, first of all, it, it can't. Al, I've listened to a couple of your interviews, and you were talking about watching Cerrone fight last time. And you're like, hey, man, there's no way you're not feeling something. We were both in that octagon together. If I'm feeling this pain, you're feeling something. And uh, and you're right. And I think that it's it's showing. I, I think that there's somebody no around him has got to be like, yo, dude. five rounds with the guy. The yeah, whole distance. Even if all you did for those five rounds was dance around if no one got hit it's a lot of work still get, and you guys beat the shit out of each other right my, so like my legs were banged up my shins were i was watching him fight i was watching him walking out and i just remember like i had a huge lump on my shin and i said we clashed shins even if he's got like solid the most solid <laughs> legs of it, he's still feeling it oh, there's he no did, way and he didn't yeah. kick that much in this fight he oh, didn't so, I don't no, think he well, kicked he was, that he much. Was, he was the checking Gaethje. the kick. Yeah, yeah, with Gaethje like, wasn't kicking Gaethje that much. Came out with, he, Gaethje came out with a three, yeah. like, hard, pretty good. Dose. I mean, not like. Oh, no, no, he kicked hard. But he hard. kicked them, yeah, you know? Yeah. And I think that's the reason that Cerrone was pushing forward as much as he did. He checked a few, and then he was coming, he was coming, he was going after him, pu pushing him back. And the shots that Gaethje landed were kind of like counter hooks, and I think that counter, he hit him with a left hook mm -hmm. that I think really set up yeah, that he, big right he was, hand. He was, he was winging too. Yeah, you know? And I he, think I think Cerrone just right. walked, he walked into him and uh, it looked like anything Gaethje hit him with just really hurt him. It looked like, you know, you know anything, just any little touch just and see that that's the only brain. X factor to me in that fight. Did he go back in too soon again? Like that's the thing. I, I mean, so. I don't know. And he's cutting a fifty-five you three know, times in a row. Cut, he, your fight was a fifty-five, right? Four, the one before he fought a couple, maybe. So he fought. So that's fifty-five. Yeah. And another one at fifty-five with Ferguson, and another one at fifty-five with Gaethje. That's a lot to cut. That a lot of cutting weight. That's a lot of cutting. That's a lot of weight cutting in a short period of time. What do you think yeah. he is? If he wasn't cutting weight, what? How much do you think he weighs? I don't think he's that. I don't think Not he's that, that big. big. He's still got to be he's, 190, he's 185. I mean, he's yeah, tall. He's, he's got to be at least 180. I'm gonna yeah, say. Yeah, no, at definitely, least he got to be 185 if he's just chilling. That's still 25 pounds. It's not That's easy. A lot. Let me tell you something. It's not easy. You lose 25 pounds. Like the right way. That's a big difference. And he's really. lean. Like you're looking good. Yeah. It's not you like he's. I mean? It's not like when he's 185, he's chubby. When he's 185, he's lean, yeah. right? Like. You know, everyone that cuts weight when you're you're when you're 20 pounds heavier, you're pretty lean. It's not like, and you're losing that weight, losing the water. You're not gonna take the shots as good then. You're gonna you're not just not gonna be as durable. Who's yeah. his team? Who's his? Who, who are well, his coaches? Got, 
now he's got Joe Schilling that, that helps him out with the training. So is that so? When you said somebody needs to pull him aside, wouldn't that be a team thing? Not necessarily your family, but your team. Wouldn't you? I know that if you felt that way for for one of your fighters, you'd say, yeah. "Hey, let's just take a little bit of a break." Does he have someone like that professionally in his life? Uh, that I couldn't answer. You know, I know I, I know Schilling. He's a good dude, and I'd I'd love to know what his thought was on it, but. Oh. Um, Hey, Cerrone, look, he, the guy's an adrenaline junkie. You know what I mean? Like, I just they just did a commercial. The guy's skydiving. He's snowboarding. <laughs> right. I feel like, what a fucking boring piece of shit I am. Like, what am I doing? This guy's <laughs> jumping out of an airplane. He's, you know, you see him on the lake. He's uh, jet skiing. He's, he's all, I mean, he's, you know, that's what he loves to do. You know, he's racing cars. So I don't know if he's listening to a lot of people. Well, yeah, you just came from Atlantic City. How much more do you want to fucking do? Nah, come on. And, come on. and cat, you're and, all over the world. You know, you're going to be in Australia soon too, right? Yeah, oh yeah, it's true. Yeah, you're going to be in Australia, guy. Like, oh, this guy's doing doing so much. I feel like shit. Yeah, uh, right now. Yeah. Yeah, no, but you're, I'm just saying, you watch, you you watch the guy. My point is that he is an adrenaline junkie, and I think that's the. Uh, it's got to be a monetary thing to it, also. Okay. I love it. Like Alex just this having a good time. I'm in shock that you can actually even deal with he's him. He's entertained I, I by This it. is unbelievable. I feel like he's entertained we, No, this by is unbelievable. You, you didn't be. know it was like this? No. I I no, I didn't. No, I uh, never know. I never know. You're always good with the guys you strangle, you know, the ones you strangle. Oh, shit. You know, I tell you what. Quinta's jiu-jitsu game is highly underrated. I'm just saying. I gotta start. I gotta start bringing it out. I'm just saying out. it's highly fucking underrated. I gotta, start, I gotta bring it out. He's been looking good. No, that's serious. Bring, yeah, this Friday yeah. morning. No, I've been I've been working, so it's hey, time, time to we show work. a little jiu-jitsu. You what know? else we got? Steve? What else? Oh, you know, uh, I did want to add before yeah. to to end on the Cerrone thing, only because I do find it fascinating why he why he would continue to do that because you, you do see that he's he's been taking some beatings. Right. And I know that there's a limited amount of time that you can be in this, this career, and I always make it a monetary thing. But I did read somewhere that just in fight bonus, he's been so active, and right. his fights are usually exciting fights. Just in fight bonuses, he's made over a million dollars throughout his <laughs> uh, uh, throughout his UFC. So there's a there's a yes. reason even if you're going to – you know, get beat up for five or ten minutes I mean, at a time. You know where a million dollars gets you in New Mexico? Oh my that's, God! That's that's eight billion dollars. Yeah, you you retire. Yeah, that's oh, eight Mexico billion dollars. Yeah. You, you can't even. You look like Scarface out there. So, I mean, <laughs> that, that was a, that was fictional. Thank you, Ray. Just in case you didn't know, I didn't realize that. Yeah, actually, in Miami, like nobody ever stuck their head in. Two in pounds Miami. of coke and took a yeah AK in Miami. I seen it in New York. You really? telling me in Miami they weren't sticking in, in, in two pounds in of Brooklyn? Coke? No, Manhattan. They're just no. shattering bullets all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> no bullets, no, just mounds of coke. <laughs> no bullets. <laughs> what do you call three Italian guys on the corner of Brooklyn? Usually arrested. Uh, organized crime. Oh, very good. Just checking with you. He's making yeah, sure you're, you're still like, here, you like buddy. Out, making sure yeah. you're still here. Hey, feedback this at mmabeyond.com. Or you can just reach out to Manimal whenever you'd like. Manimal, how could they reach you, buddy? Uh, in this dimension, good you can reach me. Uh, Instagram is probably the best <laughs> way at John the Manimal Benedici. Uh, you'll find me on the Astro Plane sometimes, too. But. No way to contact me there, guys. <laughs> <laughs> where, where can where can Ally Quinta get in touch with you? <laughs> I just get Laura, just at Sarah's. Laura, man, we see each other enough. We see at Sarah's a couple times here. Yeah, look how fidgety he gets. I, I think he's twenty enough. seconds away from he, fixing he, the he, microphone. He I is, really he's do. Fixing he's fixing mics. He's fidgety. 
Ray Longo, Ray Longo, MMA. Al, how could they get a hold of you? At Ally Aquinta at everything. At everything. Instagram, Twitter. Everywhere. You're pretty active on Twitter. I see you pretty uh, active. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. I try. Is it, do, do, you, do you find a balance? So, so when you started Twitter and obviously now your, your star power has raised, so I'm sure that more people interact with you. Do you find like a healthy balance between reading what people say and, and not? Or do you post and put down like a lot of celebrities might do? I've been trying recently to not, I'd get sucked in by the, the negative and I'd only reply to the negative and I'd right. go right at them with like, you know, confrontation. But now I'm starting to only reply to the positivity. I think it's helping me out. You know what yeah, I mean? Beautiful. I think that's a, lot, a smart a lot more, strategy. A lot yeah. more positivity in life. Can, well, I just, that I, social I will, media can crush you. Yeah, I don't. Oh I don't God. even respond to any negativity. Yeah. Like none. You know, it just invites. You know what more. I do to that negativity, Steve? Tell me, sir. I nothing it. You nothing. nothing. I, I, <laughs> that's. I, 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 I won't feed it either, sir. I'm too busy focusing on the positive. I, I won't feed it. You know, I don't make the apps. I'm getting like so much out of it. Someone tells me it's negative. I'm like, no, what are you talking about? What's the thing I said? I, I tell them I don't make the apps, so don't confuse your opportunity to leave a comment with my desire to read it. None. Yes. Don't confuse it. But <laughs> I, do, I do like that. I think that that's a good strategy. Although to, it does feel good to just put someone in their place. It does you know if, it, I mean? if it worked. But yeah, a lot yeah. of times you could tell somebody when they think something, whatever they say, you, you tell them, here's this, this is a fact, this is a fact, here's a video, here's this, here's everyone yeah. saying it. And they'd be like, nope, yep. it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, doesn't, exactly. it doesn't matter. Exactly. But feedback to the MMA and beyond.com. We have uh, maybe Shmail, uh writes, can Khabib be considered the goat of MMA? Even John Jones has one loss on his record. I don't think John, let's not. Get crazy with the one yeah, loss. Yeah, the on one John loss Jones, is right? yeah. he, was, he, he, he was he actually hundred percent has no losses on his right. Record. That's the first thing. Yeah. Um, but I still think, uh, man, Khabib is he's in the running. Man. What would the argument be for for the caliber of? I, I'm going to go with the caliber of. Uh, because I think that's the thing I've I've seen about the Khabib Ferguson fight where they go down the caliber of who who Khabib's just recently yeah. beat in his last five just all monsters yeah i think he and it's unfortunate but he's had the better competition to go up against right and i think that has to weigh in on it and uh but you know jones look first of all whoever it is six or one half a dozen right they're both that's what I'm, I'm, they're both right. really you know it doesn't to even argue that it gets a little weird but i do like uh khabib seems to right now be more consistent and uh how many fights does Khabib have? Khabib has. 27. I think he just. 28, 28, is that 28 now? He just went. How many fights does John Jones have? Can't be too far off from that, right? Yeah. Chris, who does production. What do you got? 25 and 1. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's. So, 26, really 26 yeah. and 0. Call it 26 and 0. So they're right about there record wise. But it's hard to. No, cross. I'm saying. Uh, yeah, I think in the top totally five. No, I'm saying, Madam, we have we have a couple of goats. We almost I, have a farm. I think it's a lot more. We almost have a give farm. Give us some sheep and a and a fucking camel. We have a like a petting zoo. What kind of goat you think it is? A billy goat. Billy goat gruff. <laughs> uh, I think in the top five, they can almost interchange like your top five best fighters of all time don't really have an order in that top five. I think Khabib and Jones are like the top two. two. What about like... Uh, Demetrius Johnson's up there. Yeah, do Demetrius Johnson. Then you'd have to do... 
Do you put GSP in there? Hmm. GSP, um, he had a couple. He had a couple losses. A couple losses, but uh, he is. Who did he lose to? Who were his losses, madam? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what kind of stack you're on tonight. Oh man, come on, everybody! Uh, everybody knows that's one of the most famous moments in MMA history. Do you know but, uh, how famous <laughs> Ray? How does it feel to be such a part of history? Uh, it feels very good. Great right to have every Sarah as, your, as the first world champion. Right. In MMA that you trained, and then to have another world champion. I mean, come on, right? And then I'll you told you me thing. you expect me it to do something suck. too. Calm it down. It don't suck. I was very happy with your win. It's not about who wins a championship. It's about each guy's journey. No, you don't. And you your don't journey, remember. I was very happy for. Oh, I'm very happy. But you, no, you don't. Remember I screamed just as loud in your fights as I did in any of those other fights. Oh, th right. Nice. But, you can make listen. me cry. You know what's not in question is who the most entertaining Bellator fighter is. Right. I, yeah, I That's am the most entertaining in fighter. I mean, I don't think there's a question for that. None. Is there a, I'm talking about from the second I signed the contract till today. None at all. You know what I mean? Like the whole to process, this moment. not just the fight. There's guys that make, I mean, I'm not doing backflips. I'm kind of old and I'd rather, you know, take the guy down and not really have to uh, do that much if possible. Well, you yeah, my, well, my, my brother Thor lent me the hammer. I am the son of Odin, you know. <laughs> but, uh, oh, but now, I want to bring... Did you know he was the son bring, of Odin? Should I bring well, Stormbringer? Well, I didn't know. You didn't I know that. I just saw the hammer yeah, and I was like, sick. Now, well, you've been sick. in this game a long time, though. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Have you ever seen anybody <laughs> suck the life out of one fight more than this guy has? No, seriously. Tell <laughs> me, guy. No, seriously. <laughs> And don't, don't feel bad. I know that you guys now have bonded yeah, in some cosmic know. way. I don't know, but you know what? You do you, Manimal. I'm with you, man. <laughs> you okay, you, let, you get back you to me you. in 10 years and tell me what you think that. 10 <laughs> years? What? Yeah, how old are you? What do you mean? What the hell like, is that? Like I'm saying, like, yeah, it's, you get back I, I got to make the most of everyone. How frequently can I do that shit? Well, I don't know. How frequently were you doing it when you were his age? <laughs> oh man, when I was his age, what the fuck was I doing? I don't you even remember. remember. You don't remember that. Oh my god! So Anybody have any mescaline so <laughs> we can help him remember? Well, no, I think I might have been can running my run? gym at that time. Are you time. tripping I your balls off right now? Time, yeah. Huh? Am I tripping my balls off? No, I know Definitely it not. seems it. Because you seem like a tripping my balls off kind of guy tonight. Not tonight. Definitely you know not. What I think it might be. I ran out of alpha brand. Oh shit! That might be it. I'm high and dry tonight. Is it the manual effect? It was the Manimal effect. Actually, no, it was the Ring of Combat effect. I left it oh. in AC. <laughs> oh, man. He had to get out of there. He had to get out of there quickly. Hey, and you, and I, saw, I did see him running past Carmine's. The I pit boss was chasing him because we heard, he was back on the uh, craps table. He was, and there was I, the, I go, where the hell's Manimal going? And fuzzy I, dice. I see the pit boss <laughs> well, from the Tropicana Wait, chasing him down the, really down the quarter. So I had to leave the Trop. You had to leave the Trop. And then I played at the Hard Rock after that. Wait, you really got kicked out of the drop? <laughs> I got not this time. No, oh. uh, he's joking. I, this time I was relatively safe. Okay, I didn't cause that much. You didn't trouble. play at all. I did play. You did. What'd you yeah. play? Craps. How'd you do? You know what? Much like the rest of the weekend, a mixed bag. Oh wow! So that was uh, that was the the story of the of the week. That's funny because based on that response, I have no idea how you did. A mixed bag. A mixed bag. I want to lose. I lost. Oh, how did I wind up at the end? Yeah, how'd you up wind up at the little. end? Up very little. Like, oh. up like 15 bucks. It sucked. Wow. So it you're sucked. a high roller. 
No, usually I come out of there G's. Uh, oh, geez. You know, I'm usually going oh, heavy. Shit, and the table just, I'm usually going, okay. yeah, I try to go heavy over there. Damn. But the table just wasn't feeling it. It just wasn't. All right. If it's not there, you can't force it. Now, did you feel like they were watching you extra carefully? At the trop. At the trop, they were. But walked. then I went to Hard Rock. And they didn't know who you was, were over there. Nah, it was I tell you, I got it. it was uh, he had a fan moment. Share yeah. your fan moment. Oh no! God, Come on worst. now, Steve. He did. He had a no. He had a fan moment. Share it, brother. It wasn't really a fan. No, moment, no. Share though. it. No, we want to know. So Steve says I'm the only guy he, that doesn't have a delusion of what was it? Insignificance. Insignificance. Yes. A delusion. Wait, a delusion of so insignificance. So Manimal looks at my social media pages and to, which which highlights the things I've written throughout the years. Right. One of the things we wrote today is it, it was uh, that the mountain is never big as it appears, and you are uh, never as small as you believe. It's about agreement with reality. And I said, problem with most people isn't that they have a delusion of grandeur; it's that they have a delusion of insignificance. Great message. Manimal messages and says, "Wait, so you're saying that you you think that I have a, a delusion?" Yes, Manimal. We so sent it he, out to our millions of people wow, because so I'm talking to you. So he writes. That's not so, what I so it was a lot more clever in my response than that. <laughs> so okay. tell us the story. Yeah. I'm having a combat, and a uh, guy, like a few people away from me, like taps me on the shoulder. He's <laughs> looking at me. And I think he's trying to, like, say Thank what's up. up to me. Yeah. Oh, I know so I start talking to him, and he, he, like, looks at me, shakes his head, and he leans back. And, like, someone I know was trying to, like, get me across. So in my imagination, Steve, yeah, I thought... He thought a fan was 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 reaching. <laughs> you know, I thought he like, really had a fan. No, he no, thought a fan was no. reaching out. He's like, I mean, hey, hey, hey how's it talking to him? The guy was like, wasn't no, one I'm trying to get you. I thought Steve, I thought you would find that entertaining. <laughs> oh, it's so I thought funny. you would find it. My wife found it entertaining. It's so funny. Like, he's that guy at the idiot. diner, and a girl walks in, and she's smiling. He's like, hey, hey. And she walks right by to her boyfriend. Absolutely unbelievable. This fucking guy. Fury. Someone else is Wait, uh, Furious I, I, wants to know wait, uh, wait, wait. You say entertainment era for a while now Maybe the first to do Is the UFC a sport or is it an entertainment show? Hmm. Thoughts? Uh, it's a little It's. I think it's a little both I don't, I don't yeah. know that it's a true For me I don't know that it's a true sport Whereas you just wins and losses And who's in what place You know where you have football, basketball, soccer, whatever Your wins and losses determine what's, what place you're in And then playoffs or playoffs i think that this has a little bit of both yeah. mma is a sport for sure um but i think that ufc as a business tends to tends to like like we just talked about the the gaichi cowboy right fight right so before the gaichi cowboy fight people are talking who should fight who and what 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 but now we know the behavioral patterns of this ufc that gaichi just had a successful and impressive win over cowboy these next UFCs that are coming up, people in those weight classes do something similar, they're going to clash those. They're going to start talking about that. No right. matter who they were talking about with everybody else, that's what they do every single time. It's, it's like, uh, it, in that sense, it becomes like an entertainment era. And the, the hardcore fans will continue to say, well, this should be this, should, should, and should, should, should. But in the, at the end of the day, they are, they're, they're putting together these cards I think that lean pretty heavily on entertainment value. Yeah, I mean, I think look, I think every sport has a little entertainment. Sure, you of course. Got those halftime shows at the Super Bowl. Of course. I mean, what is that? You know right. what I mean? So, as long as they, you know, as long as they do the right thing, and the guys that the, should be fighting for a title get the shots, and that you know, based on money or damn, I'm cool with that. But when they start with the other stuff, and you know, guys are getting over. 
overlooked because you know they can't sell anything that sucks you know because you should really be fighting based on your merit or fighters don't want to fight you because they're scared to fight you you, you have some you have a um a fighter that might be really really grueling tough fight but doesn't have a big social media following doesn't have a isn't a what does dana white call well, them, that's what a, a say, needle but mover don't, don't, but guy they should be forced to fight that's right. what i'm saying yeah i agree you know what i mean so I like to see that, but you know, I, I think you need a little entertainment here and yeah. there. You know, well, it's it's, it's, it's how not... you get more money in the hands of the fighters. Yeah. It, it's that, it's how you how you do that. I how, think the entertainment will will come if they just stick to the structure. You know, like with McGregor, they're trying to if they make McGregor fight Khabib again because that's the money fight, right? But if they had Connor fight somebody that sells and Khabib fight Tony. I got to think those two fights are selling just as much as that one Connor Khabib sure. fight. But the, the, yeah, I, I, I agree with you, but the difference is the UFC will go out of their way to promote Khabib and Connor over the other, you know, but based on their merit, yeah. that, what yeah. Al's saying is I right. Think you're yeah. right Al. But the difference is they they'll, they'll, they'll come fight. in and they'll, you know, you know, if they feel like they could market that, they'll go ape shit on it. And, and that's just, the thing. They have yeah. to they're the ones that really have they're to the, sell it. Yeah, right. That that and that becomes I the issue be is because promoters too, there's, really. there's certain you know, I never really felt like they got behind Weidman the way they did other people. You know, like again, and you know, a lot of times they like a guy from Canada, or a guy from Brazil, a guy from Germany, Britain, right. whatever it is, you know, and they you know, it's pro wrestling. You know, you got the Who's you got your, the, who's iron your guy? the Iron Sheik. The Sheik. You got the Iron Sheik. Really? Iron Sheik. Uh, big really? Iron Sheik fan. I'm, I'm Sergeant Slaughter, Iron Sheik you know, against you know, so it's career. that type of oh, stuff. Just like, 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 <laughs> the Iron Sheik on Howard Stern was probably the best. Yeah, he's so the most entertaining person. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Oh, God. Yeah, like, <laughs> so he's probably got some stories. Out of control. Oh, he's got some stories. He's probably got some stories. He's old He's old school. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see how they would how they'll do that but you're right it does seem like they they do that market almost like a wwe style where you pick up you pick yeah, yeah that's what they're, yeah. i think that's where they i think they try to keep look that model's proven right so i think they try to keep it as close to that but obviously you can't force the outcomes in fights so that's mm -hmm. where they you know that's where they you know get a guy that was on a fishing trip and they bring him in two days before the <laughs> fight to fight their guy <laughs> yeah you know what i mean that's where you start you can maneuver stuff even work you know out. what i in mean in mma it's tougher in boxing i think you could do that more but i think in mma it's tough to do that because it's so no no but you could still like when he fought when connor fought chad mendes they they ripped the guy off a of fishing oh, yeah. boat so i mean that was a calculated move yeah. i mean yeah. We don't know. If, we shape. don't know if he beats Mendez with a full camp. No, it wasn't I'm saying in shape. It's a totally different. I mean, the fight. guy took him down. Especially he at just, that point in his you, career, you could yeah. see he was winning at the fight. Just gassed out. Yeah. I mean, so that's what I'm saying. You can manipulate things and make it look like you're not manipulating things. How I much think weight that, did Mendez have to come to that fight? Imagine they catch him three weeks out on the fishing yeah, boat. I don't know if he gets too. I don't think. I don't think. He don't think he no, even yeah, Nate. Yeah, they brought Nate in. He wasn't. You know, he brought him in for like a week. He was just they got that back They have a did. <laughs> um, sidebar, sorry, Carmel. Sidebar, we sorry, do that. It sorry, happens guys. all the time. It happens all no, the time. Oh, please don't. B. Hendricks uh, <laughs> says I have hurt. Um, no, sorry, I'm gonna not gonna go with that. MP23 News says, what do you think of the of Melbourne's mayor not wanting to allow ring card girls? 
And there's a note here. Octagon Girls could be banned from the UFC event in Australia next month after a politician claimed tradition was outdated. Lord, Lord Mayor of Melbourne, Sally Cap, is leading the charge. She says, it's 2019. Do we really need to see scantily clad women wander around the middle of a fighting ring between wow. rounds? So wait a minute. Is it, what, 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 is it the scantily clad? Like, how do we know what round it is? <laughs> how are we going to know, Steve? Yeah. Because he want... They need to stop this shit. Seriously. Right, just, but seriously someone how do we know what guns. round it is, though? I mean, is he, does he want them just usually... in, in a, a, a wedding gown? A tuxedo? What do they want them to wear? We could get ring card girls Sally and boys. Cap wants them do they to want wear. both? I mean, call Elias. He'll come down. He'll ring card boy girl. <laughs> What's they say? Is He'll do either. He don't even need to wear a wig. He can ring card boy and girl. It's right. It says 2019. Do we really still need it? Well, they <laughs> have ring card. They, they have ring card girls in Abu Dhabi. Did, Did they? they have ring girl girls I would, in Abu Dhabi? If they have ring card girls in Abu Dhabi, and they I, didn't have a problem with it, then no one else should have a problem. I feel like that's like a... <laughs> that's a that's that's like fair point. Fair point. Right. Yeah. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. <laughs> You're talking about in a Muslim country, they let you back. have ring card girls. Now in Melbourne, Australia, say there were a no first world girls. country, right? Yeah, well, supposed to be progressive. You can't have a ring card girl? What's that? I think that's safe to bet that there were no... There weren't. Huh? They didn't let... Hold on. What do you think? No ring card... They, no, were, they didn't let but they had Sarah girl fights, shorts, right? So the girls had... were wearing the girls fight. I think they all wore sleeves just to. Yeah, Did they yeah. really? No. Wow. Chris, the producer, do you think you could look that up? The, and see um, what the, I'm I, surprised they even had girl fights on right, that first card. First, if you don't have the authority to first ask Chris, the right, producer, that's to do not how it. Just works. a guest here. Don't ask Chris, the producer. The only Holy, I thought we were past that point in our relationship. Are you cannot ask Chris, the producer, to do anything. Are you you crazy? have to ask Steve first, and then Steve asks Chris, the producer. Chris, what do you think about that? <laughs> I can't answer you, Ryan. It's like being in the... Thank you, Chris. It's not. Thank you. Don't it's even a chain just of command. Tell, tell your father the answer. Service. Uh, I guess these, guys, these are military guys, right? <laughs> yeah. That's it. Steve is a military guy. Like we follow a hierarchy here. That's it. I think we're chain a bunch of, of savages. I think, I think that Sally Cap... Uh, Sounds religious. That's what I think. I think Sally Cab sounds no, religious, really and I think that that, that I, I and do. she may have seen the 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 fact that they weren't in the Abu Dhabi and and jumping on that. Sally Cap is the mayor. Is the Lord Mayor? Yeah, and she, uh, just the the Lord Mayor. Is that what they call him? Yeah, just yeah, they call Lord, Lord mayor, mayor, but it's mayor. That that's what she's bringing up because I feel like society now is just fucking chaos well that's what guys and girls like here's is that what you're worried about a ring card girl? here's the like, here's the trigger problems uh, look, look up lord mayor sally cap here's the trigger is the so behavior is revealed through language by the way so if she was just regular she would have said do we really it's 2019 do we really need half naked women but right. she says scantily clad that is Theological indoctrination, those words. Wow. So my guess Scandalous is that she's super religious, some sort of offshoot of Christianity, some sort of like waspy version of Christianity. That would be my guess because she used that language. So I think that, that it comes crazy from there. That you broke down that from right. scantily clad versus half naked. That's awesome. Christopher producer is checking it out. Uh, oh wow, he's checking a religion. Yeah, yeah. See where she went to Where she, yeah, where she goes to school, yeah, right? The I, doc I would, chimes I would in. say no matter what she said, there's a religious component. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care how she said it, what she said. I would say there's a religious component involved in it. Presbyterian, Presbyterian Ladies yeah. College she went yeah. to. Yeah. There it is. Ladies. Wow. <laughs> Folks out there listening, 
your everything is revealed through your language. If someone's listening, you're giving them the code. You don't. Can know I it. ask you a professional question? Yes, sir. What is he revealing? He to is. Us, I'm telling you, <laughs> and I mean it a hundred percent. Yeah. He is in life what it, you read about in psychology. Oh, wow. How does that feel? So basically, he's he a science like, project. He, I told him privately. Incredible. I was like, you're a 101, dude. You are. He is exactly I'm, from the textbook. Can you get a tattoo? Psych 101. Psych 101. <laughs> uh, abnormal you're Psych 101. He, he didn't say Psych 101. I see, he said I, abnormal. I, I, I didn't want to say that he part. He said abnormal Psych 101. He is abnormal Psych 101. Oh, but, so good. So you're AB But he's pretty much by the book. I mean, he's pretty I, much by the book. I don't like to think I'm by the book, but um, which is by the book. Which is by the book. Which Doc is which nodding your head. Book. I yeah. don't want to think I'm by the book. Is by the by book. The book. Yeah. like that's the truth. So yeah, <laughs> I don't want to think that because that's the way I'm supposed to. Not right. Think, that's, yeah. that's 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 what I'm makes fine. you you, I'm bro. Fine with that, like Ally Quinta said to you, "Do you, brother? I'm self-aware of that. Yeah. You know, like I'm on every dimension." Yeah, I'm okay with all of that. Yeah, I understand what's going on there. And when I do anything else, I suck. If, I, if I'm not, like, all out there, I totally suck. Fucking shit. Out. But when I'm all out there, <laughs> everything works out Hey, fine. man. That's good. Keep going. Hey, just keep just going. be more out there. What else do you have to share with Go you? Go ahead, buddy. Not much. Nothing but, else. Uh, what's on your mind I right d- now? I did was If you had something to talk about. I do. Okay. Uh, so I have the, the guy I always wanted to talk yours. to this. No, no, I wanted to talk to Al about this, actually. And you, Ray. Really? Mental toughness. Mental toughness. Now, where do you think this comes from? Steve, you're a behavioral psychology. So I've heard all different theories, right? What's your highest theory on that? Which one do you associate with the most? What do I feel in my heart? In my heart? I feel like you can't teach it. I don't know. What do you feel in your elbow? In my elbow, I feel like... The Romans have a saying like, uh, you know, not every man is born brave, but many are made so through training and force of discipline. Is that true? Uh, that's true. Is that I true? Think, I think, you know, I'm me, sure you can do that. that. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I think mental toughness, first mm-hmm. off, just on a basic level, is just doing the things that you have to do that you don't want to do. You know what I mean? And I think that helps build up mental toughness. You're forced to do something over and over again. And a lot of people can't do that. So that's the first sign of mental toughness, to me anyway. But does a guy come with that, the willingness to... Well, it depends. Or, mean, do, or do you build it over a guy? Like, I, I think I, that I think you could build. You, you can become mentally tough. That you encourage, right. encourage them the right way? I think there's them. other toughnesses you, you might not no, be I able to build, but definitely. I think you could, you think you through could discipline take, you could discipline and hard work. Or, yeah, but I think it's like anything else. You're, you're, to you're, do the work. you're born... To a certain, you know, you have a certain capacity. Like you have, you have a I'm not going to be an NBA right. basketball player. It's right. just not going to happen. Right. But I can get better at basketball. Some people probably will never be able to endure a certain, you know, a Navy SEAL training pro- right. the mental tough. But you can get better at it. You can max right. out on your predisposition. Yeah. Right. I think and it'd I, be more inciting mental though. toughness. So, forget about fighting. I'm just saying in life. I mean, it's just really, life, sure. like say, I don't know, just getting up at six o'clock in the morning every day. That's late, but whatever. You know. That's a late day. <laughs> but, uh, not good enough, right? <laughs> no, I'm just saying that's a really late He's day. He's arguing well, with so you. You're example. not mentally tough then. You're exactly I'm just saying flawed. that you have to force yourself now to get up at six. So you're saying you can't do that. You have to get up at five. <laughs> So you're mentally weak. <laughs> you're mentally That's what I'm weak. Oh. It's doing things that you, you 
don't gotcha. like to do. Uh, I had a, so for you, so, I'd make you get up at eight every day. <laughs> sleep, motherfucker. Right. Oh, so I have another question. Right. So what do you think about? I'm talking about like in a fight scenario. Right. What makes a guy like let's say a Tiago Santos take vicious leg kicks and ruin his leg, where another guy might have been like that? I'm good. What makes that guy be like fuck this? Like, do you build that, or is that just uh, that, in, that could listen? That could, that could come from that, the, that could come from a lot of different things, but inherently, as a fighter, I mean, look, we're sitting next to Al, who that's I think is saying. as that's tough why as they come, so he Al. could really yeah. he could speak to it more. But you are just as a fighter, just taking that step in the octagon, you. I think you have to make an agreement with yourself that you're going to take a beat. You know, like when I'm getting well, the, the guy in shape, if I'm there, forcing so. the guy to get in shape, it's not really it, like a lot of times it's not what he's going to do to the other guy. It's so he can absorb a beating also. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you know, if you're not in shape and you cut corners in your training, your brain will find a way to bail out. But if you know what you've done and you put the time in and you broke your ass and it's going to be hard to break that guy. To me, that's the way, and that's yeah. the way I would, you know. It's and it's similar to like SEAL training. You know, they, they can't simulate battle, but they can make you a the, fucking the, life as miserable as possible. The more you sweat in peace, the less you bleed in war. Yeah, You'll so, see it on every military wall. So, like again, I think that's the other one. It's not like what you're going to do to the other guy. It's what you're going to have to absorb mm-hmm. to get what you want. It's it's finding that comfort. I remember. After your fight, Al, with with uh, Khabib, where where Ray was like, hey those guys would still be fighting and really the highlight of that fight universally in the MMA world was how was how tough you are it, it was that was a huge fight for you in the sense it's, it, it's interesting because you lose the fight but gained probably more fans than any other fight you've had just through your toughness and I remember you talking about it and you're like in training we just I've just been in shitty situations in training and yeah, just put the yourself there. And, and, and that's what he's describing. He's describing you putting yourself in those situations so you're not so uncomfortable so that you know how to handle it. You've but been again, there before. What, what makes him special in that fight is he didn't have the time, he didn't have the chance to even do bad positioning training for that <laughs> fight. He might have right. done it in the past, but again, he took that fight on 24-hour notice. There's a lot of guys that turned that fight down. There were guys that turned the fight down. They could say it was money. They could mm-hmm. say whatever they want. But at the end of the day, if you're a fighter, you're going to fight. And he went in there. And just, you know, I, some guy, I think, had the balls to say Khabib went easy on him. Yeah, so out of everybody, he just on Al, he went easy. Everybody yeah. else, right. he doesn't go easy on. Right. Yeah, those guys, he went full out. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah, but on Al, he took <laughs> it easy. Right. The guy you're going to go easy on is this Yeah, monster. let me, let me yeah. just go right. easy on him. Yeah, for Assholes. whatever the fucking reason. But you know what I mean? It's like... No, it was definitely... Uh, for that fight, it was like I had to really prepare myself through thinking about the past, thinking about the wrestling camps that I went to as a kid and all the bad positions that I had been in there. You know, and that was... I was that was what really gave me the confidence to to get in there and and uh, feel good in there that I was gonna perform. You know, it's if I would have had a a a, sh- a training camp leading up to it, I think I would have felt really good. Uh, maybe Dustin hadn't had he hasn't been in those positions. Maybe the, it's more of a recent thing where he had you know a couple months training. He hasn't been in those positions all his life, even in wrestling feeling uncomfortable in front of your friend's parents or your right. parents, you know, you feel, yeah, uncom- you get, get beat thing. up in front All of those your, little factors, yeah, getting man. beat up in front of, you know, my parents in as a, as a high school kid, 
you know, now I'm getting it, it, you feel comfortable being in an uncomfortable situation. And I think that that's what I really had to feed off of and, and, uh, you know, try, try to overcome the guy. The guy's tough though. You know what I mean? No matter how you look at it. How strong uh, is Khabib? He's strong. He's, he's, he's strong, strong and fuck. he knows where to pu he put his weight. He's position. You know, he's just, he's, he's technical and he's, he's, he's a complete, he's a complete fighter for sure. He's got the mental aspect. He's got the physical aspect. He's got positions where he's great in, and he's got great ways to get to the positions yeah. to where he's great. You said he was a little tricky on the feet too. I remember you saying. Yeah, he's on a little unorthodox, a little like like uh, jerky with his head movement. He he pulls his head back. He throws a jab from his hip. Stuff that I wasn't really prepared for, and. It's the the threat of the takedown always right. And the and the other thing I want to say too is like, like Poirier, you know, that's what we were saying. You said you had to know it was coming. You had time to prepare. You've seen him against everybody, and you had that time to prepare. As far as when this, this is my theory. As far as when Khabib fought out, here's why it doesn't matter to Khabib. He does the same shit over and over again. You right. know what's coming. He's not he's not changing for anybody. He's not, he's, he's not, he's looked the same in every fight. doesn't matter who he fights, right. uh, what notice he gets. He's going <laughs> to do what he's going to do. So for him, it doesn't matter who the hell he's going against. Yeah. You know what's, what he's going to do. And I think that's what makes him, that to me, that's what makes him in the category of a goat. When you know what the guy's going to do and you still can't stop it, that's pretty good. Like, you know, the guy's got a good jab and he's <laughs> still hitting you with it. Like you right. can't, you know, it's almost the scene out of Billy Jack. I'm going to take this foot and I'm going to hit you on that side of your head and there's not a fucking thing you could do about it. And he just waxed it. You know what I mean? And that's kind of, I'm going to run across the octagon. You're going to try to hit me. I'm going to push you against the cage and there's nothing you could do for me taking you down. That's kind of crazy, man, because everybody knows it now. So Al didn't have the opportunity to uh, prepare for it, but Khabib was going to do... Whoever he was supposed to fight that time, he's doing the same shit. Plan A you know? all the way. I think so. That's the he way I'm looking at all, it. So, he has a plan A all I mean, way. you know, in retrospect or in hindsight, I mean, I would have loved to have game planned for uh, that mm, right sure. now, you know? I mean, I definitely have something specific, more from the conditioning standpoint in my head, but I would think everybody's picking up on certain things. And that's what surprised me about Dustin. Like when he came back and he said, after the second round, I can't get this guy off me. If he would have said that after round four, that's a different story, but every fight, the first two rounds are just right to hell. I mean, someone brought up a great point. I think it was Chell said, the first t time he got taken down, he was immediately looking to his corner with like a wide eye, like yeah. Dustin like, was. Yeah, Dustin. Yeah, the was second he looking, got taken down, he was, he was like, oh he was shit, now what? Looking at his corner, like his corner was gonna. I don't know. I don't know what. I just don't know well, what their what did they think? Yeah, was, what was their rec like? If they told him he's not going to be able to get you down, I'm saying that was a disservice. Yeah, to yeah. I mean, he's Absolutely. not a he's not a wrestler. You oh, know, yeah, or if get, they fed his ego, like, oh, right. you're you're looking great. You're this so guy's yeah. not you wrestling. Got, this guy's yeah, not right. going to be able. That, you can you can out wrestle him. You're going to knock him out. You're going to go down. You're going to go down most likely. You know what I mean? And I don't know. I mean, is there any fight? I thought that's why that's why I thought Dustin had a chance because. He's got a good camp. He's definitely got good people to work with. And uh, to be surprised the way he was surprised is that's what, what's baffling to me is why, why you, you know, it's like Al said, he got taken down. You're looking at your corner. I mean, first of all, yeah, that shit should be instinctive. You know what I mean? Like, you're not, uh, 
you know, I, and I'd be like, I'm not a wrestler. <laughs> I thought he went to hit the switch good, you know, and then I'm talking to Alan Chris. They said that sucked and it'll never work because of this, this, and that. But I thought at least he, when he did it, it came out of nowhere. And then Khabib just read it right away. And he mounted him twice, I think, off of that, right? Is that what yeah. happened? Yeah. I mean, he had his he had his hands clasped, body locked. Yeah. To yeah, hit a right, switch right. On, a, on, on an experienced uh, wrestler with a body lock Ugh. like that, it's just, I don't know. Yeah. He, he, you got to... You're gonna have to put him in an uncomfortable position, then hit the switch. But he felt like it looked like he was just, uh, just ready for. He's he's seen that a million times. He's seen yeah. guys with high level wrestling hit moves probably. But I mean, if you had good hips, you could go and hit the switch. He bounced elbow, escape right away. He's back in your guard. Well, you know what I mean? Like you're yeah, already thinking yeah. of no, three just, steps yeah. ahead. Yep, like you know, you know, you let him bait him in. Yeah. Let him mount me, and I'm going right to this. Well, that's the thing. You, you got to go yeah, from right. the, the switch to the yeah, sit out. Turn you right, turn right, and exactly. then you It's not going to be one thing, yeah, but yeah, you know, because uh, he did. It looks like for a second he he was onto something, but that's when you got to right. That's what I that's the way. But again, that's the way I viewed it. But you know, I just. That, that first sight anyway and then talking to these guys was like nah, it's the, even if he's holding the leg that's just not working from that position against thing. a guy like him so whatever but uh, I think that's what makes him really really good you know but it's going to be interesting who's the first guy to put Khabib down that's what you want to see how he's how he's going to react under adversity right. how he's going to react on his back I like and Ferguson. that's why there's a couple I feel like someone's I like Ferguson. I feel like Abel Trujillo maybe took him down. Took him down. Took, put, I feel like I've seen. I remember Khabib on his back in in that fight. Yeah, I'd love to wrong. see that. No, no, uh, no, it wasn't. Uh, it was um, the other guy oh. who's jacked. Who's that guy? Gleason Tebow. Gleason Tebow. Biggest fifty-five ever. Yeah, I think Tebow's the biggest fifty-five. He had trouble right? with Tebow, I think. No, with he the did wrestling. have trouble. Yeah. He wanted a decision. Yeah. And I remember, but that was early in his career too. Khabib couldn't take him down. Right. Really interesting. And that guy was <coughs> huge. No, that's that the biggest. How does he make fifty-five? I don't know. All, All natural. natural. All natural. Horse meat. He, he didn't Horse look like he. Uh, Hulk Hogan style. The, what was, what it? was it? Prayers and vitamins. <laughs> Oh wow, was he? But I, didn't re I don't even remember oh, that. Yeah, truth. I remember him on the bottom. Like it's, I think I thought it was Trujillo. I so, think Tony Ferguson has has a good shot because his jujitsu is good. The problem is. And I'll tell you what, the next guy who had decent jujitsu that Khabib fought is Al, I think. And when Al was on the, when he had your back, he was doing the right things to defend the choke. So conserving, even though it looked rough, you weren't in as much danger when he was going for the choke as Dustin was. Dustin, that arm was around his neck a lot more, a lot deeper, yeah. a lot more. You know what I'm saying? Like... Like when your jujitsu. got finished. You're talking. No, about. even before. No, oh, way before that. Oh, no, yeah. when he's on the ground, he was like that a lot, and his arm was around his across neck the, a lot more. Face. Where you was defending. Yeah, yeah. So now you're not getting really pressure on your neck as much. Your jujitsu is better. So I think against the better the guy's jujitsu is, I think is going to play the biggest factor into not taking that damage and being able to put him in bad spots. That's Look, why the I like UFC Ferguson. has a. We go back and to the I, entertainment thing and how you can maneuver thing. They never gave Conor a wrestler. Right. You know what I mean? They just didn't. And if they would have at the beginning, I think it would have, he's not getting to where he's at. You know what I mean? So they could make some interesting fights with Khabib right now. You know what I mean? Ben Askren against him right. would be a great fight. You know what I mean? Uh, well, Askren's a, a weight class above him. 70. But, um, you know, there's guys that, you know, that's why I say Ferguson can wrestle. So it should be, and he don't give a shit. I think he's crazy for real. So mm -hmm. I don't think he's going to be able to get in his head 
and um, it's too it's too crowded in there. Yeah, is <laughs> he gonna go? Yeah, in Tony Ferguson's head, so that guy got just more, so more in his under, head than me. Just shit. so Al can understand what you're saying, there's too many occupants. <laughs> oh, you, Al knows what I like, mean. So he's got like know, an yeah. Airbnb in his head. More, <laughs> more. That guy has like a whole metropolis. In a metropolis. Yeah, maybe a necropolis, like the city of the dead. Wow. Inside Tony Ferguson's there it head. Is. Wow. Holy oh, that shit. rhymed too. That old rhyme. That's yeah. a, no, you didn't hear that? Al's got no. a big fight coming up. <laughs> I swear Al, to God, heading I really to Australia. I know. I, I, I know it. I see it. I'm a booster. You're a booster. I'm a booster. That's right. I'm a huge Ally Winter fan. You better be. Is that a surprise? Is that supposed to shock me? Is that supposed to be a I separate myself into two individuals. Two individuals. Who are they? Well, hold on. Both of them fans? Well, your training partner, you always got to have their back no matter what. So okay. it's almost like a different category. Like, let's say even Ray said it. He was like, uh, so when we were talking about your fight once, I was like, I gave out like two rounds at least. Maybe <laughs> he was like, you, you are, <laughs> this time, maybe you do have brain damage. And I was like, because for my training partner, I can see no, nothing but all the good, right? Like, so that's but one separate guy. as a, just a fan of the sport. Okay. I might have like a different opinion, right? About different one guy's definitely not a good judge. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> one one guy's definitely not a definitely good judge. Definitely not a good judge. Don't okay, so don't let training other... partner animal. But but they're both they're both fans a... of yeah. So the now, regular do they talk to each other. No, but the regular definitely not. No, they don't talk to each oh, other. So you you're... they're separate. They gotta keep them separated. Mutually like exclusive. Song, Mutually exclusive. <laughs> but but uh, as just a pure like fight fan, Al's a fucking fighter's fighter. You know, like as far as like watching fights. But as a training partner, he's not. As a training partner, all my training partners could do no wrong, is what I'm saying. But is he a fighter's fighter as a training partner? He's a two. He's a. These are two different things. He's right? looking at you like you're the two crazy one things. for asking. You don't understand what I'm trying my to tell favorite. you. No, I think I <laughs> No, my favorite understand. is that Manimal's looking at Ray like, yeah, what's yeah, your yeah. problem? I don't even Why understand don't you what you're this? asking me. I'm not even sure, I'm what, saying he's I'm not even sure what guy so I'm that talking to. I'm not even sure what guy I'm talking to right now. Am I talking to Al's training partner? Or am I talking to a fan? What? The, who and the fuck am I talking to, to right now? I'm not even who's sure who's fighting anymore. I'm not going to Australia. Sorry. <laughs> I wish going, I was. You going down crew. soon? Are you going to go down leaving early? Leaving on Saturday. Oh, shit. Leaving a, a little less than a week. We got. Wait a minute. You're leaving this Saturday? Saturday. Oh, a week from oh, yesterday. Oh, news to you. Hi, right. Good thing we did the podcast tonight. We <laughs> <laughs> got the Could have skipped this Ray's one. calculating when his, oh, when his flight's uh, yeah, coming, right. sir. Oh, so already, you're going, you got coming down with you. That's correct, Steve. Uh, Sterling. Oh, Dennis shit. Dennis Kazuka. Nick Ronan. Really? You got Ronan coming Marab, down. Marab. Possibly Justin the Kid. Real? No, to Australia? Yeah. You really? just described the Possibly. safest airplane ever. Yeah. <laughs> 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 depends how you look at it. Mine is the most dangerous. Yeah, minus the kid. Minus the kid. Minus the kid. The kid. You told me to try to help the kid out. I'm trying, but I don't know if I'm no, a great mentor. Not, you know. I don't know if I'm a great mentor. Can you talk to his parole officer, see if we can get him to so Australia? Why would you? <laughs> yeah. We just about. had Shimkin who yeah. was a stellar, stellar I human being. what he did to Shimkin. Oh, I heard. I, that was on you the podcast. Did you see the picture? I, I yeah. So Shimkin's great kid. He's in Penn State. We let Manimal talk to him a couple of times. This kid's doing crowd surfing now. Yeah. I heard when that happened, uh, a demon got his horns. Like, it's a celebration about it. Was, it. <laughs> Just 
turning them to the other well, side. Let me ask you again. Is this Al's training partner? Wait, wait. Who, who is this? this a fan? No, who is the drunk UFC fan? <laughs> oh, so there's a third guy oh, in wow. there. Oh, God. Oh, my third God. There's, for a third, now. there's a drunk UFC guy he, in there. <laughs> Come on, Sybil. Give us, t- 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 help us out. How many people are in there right now? I can't even count. You can't count. Yeah, it's crowded. It's crowded. So I think <laughs> standing know. room only in here. The, the, the biggest indicator of how many people are in there was when he legitimately <laughs> confessed or just said that he wasn't sure. He had to play back his fight, that the fight that he's mentioned once or twice, yeah. that he had to play it back because he wasn't sure if the crowd chanting Manimal was real or if it was what he usually hears in his head. But I was yeah. hearing all kinds of shit in there. I'm hearing my dead homies up in there. Seriously. You know. Based on what happened at the Ring of Combat, yeah. where somebody was going to talk to their friend and you thought they were <laughs> yeah. coming to get a picture with you. <laughs> yes. Does that change how you think the crowd with the animal they were voting for you? But that was actually for real. I listened to <laughs> it. Well, this was for real. You what? were standing right next to the person. <sighs> Whatever. No, no, I'm asking really... you. I don't know. Was it... <laughs> I think he's confused why I think we got him. <laughs> I can't, me. I can't, huh. I, I, I'm in shock. I'm almost, he almost got me by me thinking I got him. I'm not even kidding. I, I, he I just stopped. <laughs> They're both real situations. Or were they? <laughs> or were they? Or were they? <laughs> do, 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 do. So, so was, my, was my dead homie talking to me in there? You got a dead homie was in there? Was gathered in the corner. Cause oh, I heard him. Oh my God! Wait, what? I'm telling you. I hear my dead homies in there. What the Wait, fuck? What? Don't judge me. No, Hold on. Yo, Hold I have psychedelic who? experiences I everywhere. Nobody touched that. Nobody. No one touched that. Ignore them. Yeah. So I'm saying. So I didn't know it was actually happening until yeah. Sometimes I wish I would have had a video of everything I do so I could play it back and be like, oh, did that actually happen, or was he just imagining it? Just saying, Steve. You know, you never know. Down to Australia. Down to Australia. Sick. Land down under. Let's switch that up. Uh, words of John, down, uh, words of John two Druckmann. Two weeks early, we got it. Sick. 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 We got an Airbnb set up. We're going down early. Get acclimated. Last time I fought in Sydney. I went down 10 days early. This th- I'll get there 12 days early. More than mm-hmm. enough time to get used to everything. Get some hard training in. Explore. Uh... Melbourne a little bit and wait, did you go to Melbourne? No, no, oh, you I never, never made it down there. there. Yeah, no. The last time you stayed for Sydney. like six months with Aljo, no, you never <laughs> no. made it. We, to went, we went the other did way. Did you stay no, for no, six no. months? There? We went up to Byron Bay. We went up to Cairns, the Great Barrier Reef. That was crazy. Well, I thought the Great, Great Barrier Great Reef was Melbourne, so I'm wrong. I'm out. No, no, I don't it's know where I am. Melbourne's the bottom. North. You got it a little warm. Yeah. Everything's disappointing. They're 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 opposite us. So we go north, we get colder. They go north, they get warmer. Exactly. It's um. I get it. it it's uh. It, it's it's a testament. You talk about being a fighter's fighter. It's a testament to you that you get a fight down there, and you have your teammates, who are obviously also your friends, go down and support you. Not only not only uh, uh, support you in the fight, but help help train with you down there. That's tremendous. That's oh, a, that's huge. a reflection of the caliber of, of who this guy is in this gym. No, we've we got the we have the best team. You know, we all try. Everyone's been going. Marab, Aljo, and myself. We've been going through each other's fights and really helping each other. Um, and you just feel so comfortable with with these people. You know, the people that you train with every day. You see in the gym every day. You know, you have the same goals as they have so to be 
going down with them is just nothing but good times, uh, fun times. Training is nothing but business, but we have a good little we we have a good little uh, and I thing uh, where and we I got to tell you, and, I think the dichotomy between Marab and Aljo, you know, one guy's just forward, forward, and the other guy's more cerebral. I right. think the combination of both of those guys to yeah. have them at your disposal is huge. Yeah. You know, I saw Marab training the other day. He's what direction was he going? In? <laughs> Did he go backwards? A, a machine, yeah. machine. That's the proper name. That is the proper name. What do you I, think, my animal? What do I think? Get yourself a Marab. Everyone needs a Marab. Yeah, that guy is great to have. I mean, you know, we're really lucky, actually. Yo, he does endless rounds. Nice. Have you ever seen? Dude, the three game, rounds, the, three Aljo, rounds with this two guy, two rounds with this guy, guy, and another three rounds with that. He goes nine rounds. Yeah. Nine fives. Yeah. And the other, the other fives. thing with Marab, and they're not like easy no, rounds. Yeah. Like he's going yep. hard fucking rounds. I'm like, damn. The other, the other I'm thing with Marab is that what just what a great outlook on life, man. I mean, he he keeps everything in perspective. Uh, you know what'll bother me if I ever saw Marab down about something? Oh, I can see that. That yeah. would actually bother me. Yeah, you're yeah, thinking he has, about he's that, a right? Guy, yeah. I'm trying to think of what would. I don't know. I think he's got such a good. I mean, I don't think you're seeing that. He's just happy. He's grateful for everything. Happy where he's at. Uh, just he's just good energy, man. Good energy and that yeah. positive that that positive uh, outlook really does matter, especially especially in in the early stages as you start growing. I, I'm sure that you went through a lot of psychological adjustments, Sal, that you had to go from from when you were just starting out and now being a, a top contender. You you must have made those psychological adjustments. Oh, no, for sure. I think it's just a, it's an a constant, just like your mixed martial arts game is a constant evolution. You. Your mind game too is just definitely uh, something you always got to work on, and um, being being in that like flow state when you get out there, finding the right training methods to get you there. So when you when you get in the when you get in the the heat of it, you're confident and you're seeing everything come. And uh, I I think mental is just so much so it's just as important as all the training to train your mind the right way. Be same thing in the in the in the battle, you gotta you gotta be battle tested in in the room, even in in uh, competition. And then like Dylan's fight, if Dylan hadn't been in those yeah. tough ba you know tough wars, you know, and kind of built up to this pro debut in front of more people that he's ever fought in front of uh, against the toughest guy he's ever fought, he, he yeah. probably wouldn't have performed as well as he has. Yeah, there's, in, there's no question in my mind yeah. about that. And even look. Uh, I mean, look, experience is the greatest teacher, right? We we all kind of agree with that. But even when uh, your first fight with Kevin Lee had you back for what five minutes? Yeah. I mean, that yeah. helps with the Khabib fight. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You've been there before. You've been there in front of a big crowd before, and you survived that. And I think you take that, you know, you take that stuff with you, man. I really do. I think, uh, you know, and he mentions flow state, which is that's another topic for another time. But that's a, you know. We, that's that's what I'd like to really tap into because we were having this conversation. Uh, I don't know if I was having this conversation with you or maybe with Doc. With like, so you have it's almost like what what happened with Manny. You know what I mean? He's beating the crap out of the guy. Well, it was early in the fight, but say it's late in the fight, you're beating the shit out of the guy, and he's he's dead. He's dead, but he does exactly what happened to Manny. He takes a hail mary and he knocks you down. All of a sudden, that guy has more energy. Than everybody in the place together. So now my point is, 
why did it take that knocking him down why can't we tap into that like why couldn't he say while he was tired tap into that and just come out with a burst of energy why did he need to knock that guy down to experience that and i mean and again you could say because when he hit him the endorphins or whatever or whatever happens there but can we tap into that without that happening that was going to be my one of my questions but i think it has to do with flow state and which part of the mind you can it has to, it's, to yeah which part of the mind yeah. you're accessing and, and what's changing which is again what i call agreement with reality what could be more simply called perspective is when he hit him he had hope right but and, why can't you have that, that, that more energy. without that though? you have to you just have to set different gauges have right. different gauges of exactly. perspective so what you're talking about making yourself uncomfortable and building these habits yeah. even when you don't want to that's why gauges matter because for all of its accolades sometimes follow your heart's really bad advice sometimes you got to follow these gauges and say no i don't feel like going but then recognize you know what this is what i want is a recipe right so i have to add all these ingredients in order to get what I want. So I don't feel like adding these ingredients. Well, don't fucking complain when you don't get what you want. Right. The reality is you have to add these ingredients. What you feel like doesn't matter. It's, does this help me get there? If yeah. the answer is yes, you do it. And that you start setting gauges like that and you can trick your brain into well, doing well, that's little things. That's what really has to happen, yeah. I think, is be able to trick your brain at the right time, mm -hmm. you know. It, it's 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 little things that you'll hear you'll hear a, a little more life hacky ways that you might see online yeah, they, like instead of a uh, instead of a um, to do list to make it an opportunities list little little hacky things like that there there's something in that but tricking your brain into seeing different gauges different perspectives of seeing things can actually trick yeah, your brain into behaving differently. Done a lot of research on flow state. Like, yeah. I think there's a guy with a really hard name to pronounce. He's uh, well, it's it's your your. I think it's a. Polish name maybe or but he did a lot of research I think even with like FR you well, know those machines yeah yeah the say. fMRIs well right what, what they with the flow state itself is from where your perception is and a lot of people try to tap into that because that tends to be subconscious but it's so difficult I like to take a different route where you 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 change the story the perspective your perspective will change and as that changes more your perception change so you start seeing things differently so al after a while of only uh focusing on the positives he'll tend to see the positives more because of a confirmation bias it's like when you say oh i'm thinking about getting a new blue nissan suddenly there's blue nissans everywhere yeah. it's not more blue nissans you're just open to it so now your whole perception changed that's a, a, a way to yeah. get to the flow how to hack into it <clears throat> at will like that that's that's, that's a that's lot of really smart people talking about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, it's funny you use that. Like when a guy goes into business, nobody has this business. I'm going to start. He opens the business up. He starts to see that fucking yeah. business all over. Everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. It's everywhere. Like, you know everywhere. I mean? like, and better. I thought I was the only guy. Yeah, <laughs> and like, better ideas. Yeah, exactly. Like, guys, I got uh, two things. Two things. Two things wow. I would like to do. All right. First, you knock the guy down. Yes. And then you have, I think it's all plays down to energy. So could a guy get, so when you knock that guy down, you took a piece of his energy. You, well, whatever energy you had inside yourself, then got a, you know, wild up. You hit him, you're like, oh shit, boom, that energy comes up. How do you get that without it? Right. Well, Al told, you know, there's all different ways, right? How to get that energy. I was thinking about the past, taking energy from the past, all the things that already happened. There's energy there, right? It already happened. There's energy stored up there. He pulls that energy out. He had that energy in the fight to wrestle, you know? You knock the guy down, you get his energy. You think of some shit that happened in your childhood, and you're like, um, oh, I was watching, uh, you ever see this uh, show on Netflix called Losers? 
it was his boxer, and he's getting his ass kicked by Tony Morrison. <laughs> Everyone's so thinking. Losers, yeah, whatever. So this guy's getting his ass kicked by Watching Tony Morrison. Right now. However, so his, so it's a, I know. Johnny. Thank you. So this guy's getting his ass kicked by uh, Tony Morrison, the boxer, or Tommy Morrison, Tommy Gun, whatever. It was for the heavyweight the machine title. Gun. Machine Gun. He's getting his ass kicked, and he's like, well, I'm getting my ass kicked. I get dropped. He's like, and when I get back up, I was like, he remembered when he was a little kid, he lost a fight in front of his dad, and his dad didn't let him come home for like three days. Yeah. He's like, and I thought of that. He was like, and I was in his big arena. I was like, fuck, I can't not go home. And he knocked out Tony Morrison and became the heavyweight champ. So he drew the energy from a past What was his name? Oh, I forget this guy's name. Michael Bent. Just Michael case, Bent. Though. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. All right. See, so you know so Michael He's Bent. from Hollis, Queens. Oh, shit. I had a buddy of mine fought him as an amateur right there. Oh, really? See, yeah. So, so he yeah, drew he, the energy It's from... actually, that's a horrible story. His old man was just an abusive yeah, yeah. piece of crap. So, but he didn't last long. You know, it's not he like He lost that. his next fight after yeah, that. He said it was like a blessing because he wanted to do like acting yeah. and other things. But he was the heavyweight champ. Yeah. You know, so he found the power there. And then the second thing, fight IQ. Uh, I think Al is one of the best fighters cues I've ever seen of any fighter, making the adjustment on the fly instantly. Uh, what That's do you the think? fan talking or the training partner talking? Fan. Fan, okay. Fan. So fight this, IQ. Okay. Where does Fight IQ come from? What do you think about Fight IQ? We'll, we'll see. Like, right, right. you've been around fighting right. forever. It comes from the IQ test. Like, so Al, so, technically, in fighting, is a member of Menza. That's what I'm saying. I mean, that's so Fight what IQ. Saying. Like, I remember watching your fight with Diego Sanchez, and... You came in, and I think you just threw, like, jab cross, and he counted back. And then the next time you did it, you already read, and he missed you, and then you caught him, right? And I was like, oh, wow, he made the read instant, and the correction instant, like, the fight IQ was there. Like, is that something that just is time in, that you just seen a technique so many times? Is it something that some guys have better fight IQ, right, just naturally better? They're like, oh, man, that guy barely trained, and he's doing, like, good things. I think the more the more well prepared you are, the better your fight IQ will be. But some guys instinctively just have great instincts. I mean, it's good instincts. Yeah. Good there's instincts. some people that are just yeah. never gonna have any fight IQ. Yeah. They're gonna just be out there with no. It's like they're just. But that could be because they're not listening to anybody, and they're not. You know, I don't know. Their emotions get the better so of them, you're maybe. Thinking of, you're thinking of somebody in particular. Do you, do yeah. you, I think I, I, we might be thinking of the same guy. Does that show in the gym the, too? In the UFC? No, no, no. I'm no, I know who you're thinking of. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you? Uh, do you no, does, does that, that show in the gym also? Right. I don't so know why I'm has, thinking of that guy. But. So if a guy has fight IQ in the cage, does that always show in the gym, or is it like that fight IQ? Because I see it more in fights than in. Well, I, look, else. I think because then the pressure, I guess, is on it. You have look. I think if you have a good fight IQ in the actual fight you're going to have a good fight IQ when you're training. It's not like, If you anything, know. it's the other way around. You yeah. might have it training, and then you'll lose yeah, that exactly. in spot. But not the other way, oh, right. Right. Yeah. Actually, someone had asked a question about that. Yeah. B. Hendricks had asked, I heard you guys talk about fighters being coachable. What does it mean, and what do you look for? Are there fighters who are coachable in the gym but not in the fight? It's kind of like what you guys are talking about now. Something I did notice about Al himself, if you watch, the way that he trains is very – he has a lot of method to it. He's also very self-reflective, mm -hmm. so he adds those patterns to himself, which would make sense that you have a good fight IQ. But do you ever, Al, uh, not throughout your career, not been able to assess or really figure out what your opponent's doing, and then when you get to the corner, you're really eager to hear what your coaches have to say. If they saw something you didn't see, is that? I'm I'm always so curious about what the fighter is experiencing. Like when when you go to that corner, do you see? Uh, Ray, do you see Matt? And you're like, whew, what, what, what's happening out there? Or are you, what's, what's going through the fighter's head? No, I, I, 
don't think I'm not I don't really think thinking you're doing that. I, I, I'm just look, kind of letting it happen as it goes. I'm, I'm, I don't even really think I've, I'm thinking about seeing matter Ray. I just get up and the bell rang. So now I go to my corner and I go to my corner and oh, there they are. They give me the, and it's going to be basic yeah. advice. Hmm. I know with him for sure. You know, you got to put more punches. You got to move your head a little bit. You know, let's do some, let's try some of the shit we worked. If he wasn't doing it and, you know, stuff that you know he could relate to, but it's got to be basic. It's hard to, I think with the jujitsu, it's a little easier to maybe if you're in a weird position, what to do. Well, you jujitsu, you can stop while the guy's holding you. Just right, look right. Over you, and, you have a little they're, more they're, time. They're right. like, sometimes they're right. grabbing it's, the guy. I'm like, do this, think, yeah. do this. Yeah. Right, right. Take your but life if, but if you, but, yeah. but the, the point <laughs> is, if you've never been there before, that's not going to work either. So that's what I'm saying. It's hard. I think you, you. I think a lot of times because things are going at such a rapid pace, that's what the corner's there for to let you know you have been there and to guide you through it. And you might not even look. He might not even need the guiding. We're just doing right. it anyway. You know? I find it so fascinating because through all the the fighting movies that I've watched, like you you see them trying to explain it, where sometimes it's the muscle muffled voices. Oh, 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 oh. The yeah. fighters not really can't really hear it. Sometimes they can. Hey man, you got this. You got it. so you're. They're always trying to express the fighters' viewpoint, and I always yeah. find I it so look, fascinating. I think it's, it's more. You know, it's not yeah. a problem. So it's really, really more motivational, and to and to know that you have people that are behind you and that believe in you, and I think that goes a long way i think even like what duke did with feld i know you could do this you got to keep you know sometimes you just gotta reinforce like he might I, i'm gonna say like even with feld and i'm not saying he won the fight because i had barboza win him but it was very close but i think as a corner i know when a guy is breaking that he might not see and you just gotta make sure you've gotta you gotta mm. just try you gotta keep going I know this guy's gonna crumble. Like you might not, he might not feel that in there, yeah. and I might see it, you know. And mm -hmm. that's where I think where you get really motivational and just let him know the message that, you know, if you can make him believe that, because it's really all psychology. Does he sure. believe you? It maybe just tells you to shut the fuck up. I don't even, you know, what you're talking about. But if you can make him believe it, I, I think most of the times it works out. And I think that's kind of like Duke didn't give him any. He didn't give him any technical advice, and I don't think he needed technical advice at that point. I think he knew Barboza was slowing down and that his guy is tough and he's going to, you know, he could fire, he could get him out of there at any time. And, you know, I think just that little bit in the third round solidified that round for him mm -hmm. and probably, you know, on two judges' scorecards won him the fight. Which is what I would have loved to have seen from Poirier's corner in that first round. Uh, I, I told you, right, yeah. the first thing he right, said to right. his coach as his coach was walking in, uh, as he got to a corner, he said, not a lot of space, man. As soon well, as you hear that, you have to <laughs> say, okay, this is where this guy's at. And I, I felt like that his coach could have just said, great news, man. He's doing exactly what we thought. Nothing, no yeah. surprise. Let's go over what we were going over. You know, bring him back instead of him, what he's worried about. Hey, there's no space for me. There's no, what did, I knew there wasn't like going to be any space. That's the... I think if you're going back to your corner and you're like really looking forward to like, yeah, right. I, I, then I'm you're in trouble. Yeah. You're, I think yeah. when, when I go back to the corner, I pretty much have an idea yeah, of what's you're coming at me. And right. it's yeah. just like a little, and he, you know, me, I know, I pretty much know what happened and I know what Ray's going to, yeah, yeah, I, I know where I, I, I think he knows exactly what, about, what I'm um, going to say. Yeah, I, do I do believe that, you know, just oh, from the, having a rapport with somebody, uh, you know, cause sometimes you get, you know, did I win the round? You know, I mean, some guys are concerned with that. And that's, 
unless it's totally on. I mean, I'm going to tell you if you won the round. I'm going to say that was a great round. Let's right. keep it up. Keep the awareness. Let's not get stupid with it. But, you know, when it's a close round, you got to tell the guy, look, man, I don't know, man. You got to assume you lost the round and, you know, we got to do a little more, whatever. But uh, it's it's all a feel in the moment. So it's hard to say. It's not a cookie cutter approach. Are you gonna... listening for the safe word or has that only happened once in your career? With the manimal. There's only one time. I don't have, that, that's only, high manimal. That's a different manimal. Oh, yeah. He, he, in the oh, fight, that's, that's there's none of that shit. Altogether. No, let me tell you something. He's changed his tune on that. that we might have to go oh, back to the audio. No, on no, that. I know what I say. I would do. Yeah. Why is it okay? Hell yeah. yeah. Oh, man. I get nervous. Yeah. I'm always nervous. That was a different manimal. That was a different manimal. There's no, a lot of space uh, in there. Yeah. <laughs> it's get, that's getting Sorry. weird, though, now because. Who did I have that with? Uh, I forget where the hell I was with that. But. It, it is now you got to really protect your fighter yeah sure you know because like again my so my original mentality is like i remember one time matt i know i know the way we trained i know he tore his meniscus and we still did the fight with carol that time and he was gassing out oh. i know we didn't put the time in i was like dude i'm gonna stop the fight he did tell me i'll fuck you fucking stop the fight i'm gonna kill you so from that day on <laughs> right. that never That's even came up again you know <laughs> no. what i mean so that was it you know but <laughs> the only reason i said that is because i knew what we did, and he was already gassing, and I think we were going into the third round, and uh, man, he, you know, he almost had the guy out, you know, because he took his shot early. The ref could have stopped that fight. Nobody would have said a freaking word, mm -hmm. but then that would have 100% changed the trajectory of Matt's career. So when you hear stuff like everything happens for a reason, as much as it probably doesn't make behavioral science sense it does make some sure of sense. No, it's true because and you that, that set up because Parisian no right and now you look you know at what I'm that saying? Look yeah. at the, don't. You know, but if he wins that fight he's, he doesn't he get on the comeback show we're not here today we might not that's be so here crazy. today it's, that's yeah, yeah. weird that's when you crazy. Yeah. talking like shit like that because if Matt wasn't the champ would you have Weidman right that's crazy to think right. that that fight was so meaningful even though you don't realize it at the time that's one of the well, most well, well, different saying, question though. Yeah. But I'm saying like even the, the Parisian fight is what led him to get dropped and then get brought back yeah. on the show or something like that. But right. you know, you know what I mean? So And taught him to keep the composure when he had right. GSP on the ropes. Because he didn't keep the composure in that fight as much. Right. And when He's it right happened again, yeah. Yeah. when history repeated itself, yeah, he, didn't know he was composed. No, that, he picked that, every and that, fucking and that, shot. And that was every shot. He did pinpoint those shots. He didn't rush he with Parisian. Every he went apeshit. Because it was the first time, I believe, he ever knocked anybody down. Though. He was just mm -hmm. starting to get that counter right hand perfect. And he flattened him. Mm. And then he just overextended himself trying to finish him. The ref didn't stop it. And then it was a problem. Parisian said yeah. he doesn't remember that round at all. Nah, he got he got. He high. doesn't remember. No, he was like, that, he just nah, thought he, he thought the second round no, was the Matt, first Matt round. He had a He's good like, right hand. Hey. I mean, he dry, oh, dropped a sure. lot of people with it. So you see that a lot, even in the instance. I mean, Cowboy thought he was fine. Cow was like, "Why'd you stop?" You always think you're fine oh, after. Yeah. Oh, I had a question for you too, actually. As a UFC fan, John. Yeah, UFC fan. UFC John. fan, John. Yeah, I I like that you guys had the best turnaround in any fight against another the guy fighting for the badass motherfucker title. When you fought Jorge Masvidal, the first round was rough as fuck. How, what was the turnaround time, like in the corner for that fight? Well, I, I, I know. I do. First of all, I remember that fight 100%. And, I'm, and this is what I believe I said. But I know we have, he got dropped in the first round. Yeah. And you said oh, you were fine. So that's the first thing. How, how are we? He said he was 100% fine. 
And then after the second round, I this is I know I this is what I believe I said, and I think I said I go I can't believe this motherfucker let you back in the fight. Yeah. Like I'm yep. like, dude, dude you're right. Here. I can, yeah, exactly. I mean, I, word for word. Yeah, I cannot really? believe this fucking. Let you guy back let, in. Yeah, let he, you back in. And that was it. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Something and like that. Now saw, he knows I'm back he's in. back in the fight. Right, I'm back in. And he pushed that. Th he won that fucking fight. Absolutely. Yeah. There's no question about it. He won. He won two and three. <laughs> And I was in a state, I'm telling you, I thought Masvidal was going to jump all over him in that second round because it was at the end of the round, right? Right at the end of the first. And yeah. he got back and I go, I do, I can't, I'm in shock. Like, he, you, you, you're right, we, we, this is awesome. You're in the fucking fight. And Could then you he tell won the, he slowed down that second round? No, definitely. Well, yeah, you you definitely. seen it right away? or Like, when you came out for the second were you cautious or were you... No, like, I was basically just, I was just fight. you know, just run, whatever... I was back to my game plan. I think I was. You recovered you know, well. Yeah, 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 I remember yeah, you yeah. looking like you didn't get dropped. No, no, I, no, I asked him. He, he you recovered no, like was, yeah. You recovered well. In yeah. The corner. Once yeah. I once I stood up, I was fine. I actually, he was on top of me, and I was frustrated, and I like kicked him off after the bell, after the, and he was like, oh, and I was like, oh, kind of like my bad, you know, my I, you know, not my bad, but I was like, oh, whatever, and I'm like, all right, I mean, I, all right, it's being a little bit of a prick, but. I was frustrated. Yeah, and that's, that was like the first thing I remembered, and I was fine after that. And then, yeah, I, I remember word yeah. for word Ray saying. Yeah, that was it. That, that I remember. Yeah, like, because because it was fight. more like, that's back why I said, it's not going to be technical, but it's like to let him mm. know this is this is a fucking gift. This is a man. fight. This is right. a gift. He just gave you a gift. Let's fucking, what are you going to do with it? Yeah, let's do it, man. And that was it. And I thought that was, I mean, look what Masvidal's done. I mean, he's hammered people. He's really, really fucking good. I never... Except for Al, I never bet against him. Never. Oh, yeah. Wonder Boy, I think I, I, I knew that was going to be a tough fight with Wonder Boy because of his range and, you know, whatever. And yeah. he just frustrated Masvidal. It was hard for him to. Wonder Boy's really tricky. No matter how mm -hmm. good you are, if he can, if he can hold that distance and those, he's got a style that just it's frustrating. Yeah. Shit for three rounds, like five rounds is a different story because. It's hard to hold that up. It's almost like the Capoeira guy. Sooner or later, if you could survive, your leg's not coming up as quick, and a split second can mean a lot. But in a three-round fight, if he wants to just play with you on the outside, it's hard to get near. It is. It sucks. You know, so. Good luck down in Australia, sir. Yeah. We're all cheering Thank for you. you. I know you have a good uh, training week ahead. We really appreciate you coming in. You're a, you're a friend to the show. Not only that, but you've got four or five fans sitting right next to you yeah. right now. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm a fan of the show. I'm a big <laughs> oh, fan wow. of the show. <laughs> Look at that. So. Yeah, he's, I've never seen him this happen. I've never, I've never seen, seen him this happen. Ever, really, ever. Folks, if you'd like to, yeah, I'm to, blown away right now. to stay connected with Rage and Ally Aquinta, uh, where can they find you, sir? At Ally Aquinta on Instagram and Twitter. Don't forget to check out UFC 243 in Australia, headlined by Whitaker Adesanya. Should be an incredible card. Al, raging Al coming. Raging coming Al. To, to, to stay in the conversation. Never been more popular, and and, uh, and you've earned it. You've earned it, brother. Oh, you can find it. Ray Longo, Ray Longo MMA. You could also hear him on the Anakin Florian podcast every Monday. He does the Ray Longo Minute, which is a fantastic part of that uh, podcast. Manimal, where can they find you, buddy? Guys, you can find me at John the Manimal Benedici on Instagram. We have Manimal Training Camp coming up this weekend, September 21st, 22nd. All sold out of VIP spots. I think I got two single day spots left. Uh, holy shit, right? <laughs> Hit me up. 
if you're interested, also I just got on Twitter at Manimal John. Wow. So I just got on Twitter. And you I know, was, I didn't know your name was John for a really long time. I know. It's, <laughs> fuck, everyone calls me Manimal. Manimal John. John. Yeah, I have an actual <laughs> name too. Yeah. Oh shit! Look, he's, you know, he's kind of insulted with that. I think. Yeah, I, yeah. I think it's a yeah. compliment. No, no, I have an actual name now. I have an actual name. It's actually it's, my it name is, is John. It is weird. I do respond more to Manimal than I would to John. Like his name is John. And it makes I, sense. I have like the most fitting nickname, <laughs> Harry Wild. It's fucking shit. You are uh, Manimal. Yeah. Shit. All right, Al. Let me tell you. Do you want me I to am start s- calling you John now? I don't no, know. no, I feel no, like no, 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 I don't like that. All right. Uh, dude, having you on the show, I'm so fucking hyped. It was so good. I'm telling you, it was so good. All right, guys, say anything before we wrap up. Great. Oh, you look this is so like, good. How did you- Fan John is so happy. Training partner John is pretty used to you. But fan right. John, new levels right now. <laughs> this is sick. Yeah, that's why you can't call me John, because that's the fan. That would be weird. You got to call me yeah, Matt yeah, yeah. in the gym. I'm not a fucking okay. fan. Training. Okay, so, work here. so second year psych, <laughs> second year psych students. This yeah. is for free. Yeah. Free. This second year psych free. students. This is free. Yeah, Listen the hearing the show, is please. for free. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, sir, nah, nothing. Ray, Ray's like, <laughs> nope, nope. Yeah, I don't even want to go nope. there. You know, I was gonna go somewhere. Like, we gotta get the hell out. Right, we gotta this get that. This had to be the longest one. This we've is the longest one. But I will say this: this longest one we've ever done. Locked and loaded. Uh, he really this did. Is this is he is fun. coming out of the longest show. one we've ever done. <laughs> he's talking. He's speaking. He's departing knowledge. He put up oh, with all knowledge. Talk about the yeah. fucking tan. I, I was gonna say yeah, right. the only reason Manimal really wanted me on for was one one real reason, and we didn't talk about it. So we're gonna have to. Do Can it we again. get two more minutes? Nah, 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 now we can't. It's not gonna do it. It has to just come. It's not gonna do it justice. It's gotta be organic. We're gonna table this for another time. Yeah, yeah. I had so much to say about hey, that topic. Give, give us yeah, a five-star rating, folks. Uh, this is MMA and Beyond. We'll catch you next time.